Arriving at the studio of Make Noise, who shall not show us its face. Yeah, unfortunately. It's just a shadow. Hi, welcome back to Chris Dyer's Creative Friends, the super awesome YouTube podcast shot where me, Chris Dyer, talks with super awesome creative artistic friends. Today, my super special guest is Make Noise, who is a very unique Montreal artist. Um, he's a true street artist, you know, like the word street art gets thrown a lot, but truly like it's a, to the definition of what I think street art is, uh, this guy does this perfectly and in a very unique way, in a very positive message, which always interests me and it's what attracted me to do this interview. So how you doing, Mr. Make Noise? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thank you for having me over in your studio. It was a, it was a hike up here. I, I never really come to this part of the island, but it, uh, it allows you to have like more space, like a nice studio. Yeah. You have like this, you have a lot of equipment and a lot of tools. It's like, you know, uh, you do a lot of interesting, uh, more like, um, sculptural thing so what kind of studios you got here in your in your home it depends honestly i have like three studios let's say here i work more like metal stuff i weld i sand i drill i have like uh, my my vice here and all the tools and in the backyard i play with wood let's say i have more like meter saw and stuff like that and my paint shop Mm -hmm. So basically, and here I do as well concrete stuff and molds and stuff. And I do like, honestly, it's like a connection between the three workplaces together. You know? mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, the things you can do with such great studios just really shows your dedication. So uh, am I detecting by your accent that you're French? Are you like a lifelong Montrealer? Yes, exactly. Basically, uh, I've been living in Montreal for... Uh, the past almost 40 years so you know uh, approx my age <laughs> and give us all your your status so we can hunt you down <laughs> honestly i have like a positive message it's not like uh, i want to hide my face but it's i feel like i need to for some reason because even if it's like happy stuff some people may not like it because it's illegal mm -hmm. well you do illegal work and we'll get into that in two seconds but uh first i wanted to uh ask you like you know how we met like i can't really precisely remember where we met or when do you first time i really met you it was like 20 years ago in a skate park in the west island in uh, the arcus okay Nice. And you were skating, and I knew you for your newsletter on the web. Mm -hmm. and, That's so uh, cool you got that. <laughs> and to be honest, I was like a fan, because you were like showcasing Montreal art around the world with your uh, art travel around the world and stuff like that. I was like, fuck, man, this guy, like, he does it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was, I was pretty stoked to meet you. 
but I was kind of shy and not that good in English at that time in my life. I want to say I'm perfect because, like you said before, I'm a Frenchie. But it's good that you speak English. You speak English perfectly. And my francophone is malad. It's not very good. And, and I am in a French island. So you got the right, if anything. <laughs> but, you know, some words here and there. I'm not there. But I always, like, wiggle around. And, yeah, you know. But we met at Orcas. That was yeah. a cool skate park. It was huge. It had a vert ramp. Exactly. It had, had a, a medium-sized ramp. I had a street course. Uh, and then, what? It got, like, sold or something, huh? I'm not sure. I think the guys opened something in NDG, like a little place. I remember there was like a, like a ramp on the roof that when you went through the highway, you could see like, you know, and there was in a magazine that people could do like tricks on the roof. Yeah. So we kind of met through skateboard, actually. Okay, nice. Which uh, I can't hide. I'm a skateboarder. And uh, yeah. yeah, man, skate has always been so important in my life and the art process and all that, the music, the influences around. Mm -hmm. Like skate, like every skater has the, his own little like. It's creative. so great how there's a big correlation between skateboarding and art, you know? Like uh, most of the artists that I've been interviewer, interviewing were also skateboarders. And a lot of skateboarders that I know, even though they don't work as an artist, they do art on the side. There's something very creative that goes between both uh, movements, right? Exactly. And something very rebellious, too. Yes, I guess. Like yeah. skateboarding is a legal activity depending where you do it. In the same way, art. If you do art at home and you do a canvas, it's good. But if you do it in the streets... You know, yeah. c'est pas, pas bon. No, c'est pas bon. <laughs> and, you know, like skateboarding in the street, it's like a white page. Like everybody can do its own trick on the crack. It won't look the same, you know. Mm -hmm. Art's the same. Right. We all got our own style. Exactly. Yeah, I love skateboarding. And Do you still skate once in a while? I skate once in a while, not like as I was like 20 years old, like let's say my golden years. But now it's more like... I move around. I do like kickflips and hollies and stuff like that. But my pop isn't that much good that way before, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, our but bodies you cannot, are not as strong as they used to be. <laughs> you can't remove the skater. Right. From, yeah. It's from, not even like what tricks you're getting anymore. Is that just who I am? You know. Exactly. That's what, you know, in the same way I was telling you before that I'm Peruvian despite I haven't been living in Peru for many years, but I grew up there, so the Peruvian will never leave in me. It's just who I am. Exactly. And you'll always be a skater, even if you don't skate anymore. But hopefully we always skate, right? <laughs> I always have a skate in my car, and I have like 50,000 skates here, as you saw. And right. What's your favorite brand? I've been skating a lot of real. Okay. Nice. I love the shape, anti-hero stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I love like big concaves and like, a lot of concave, big right. shapes, like eight and a half and right. big trucks. And so San, San Francisco vibes. Yeah. yeah, but I'm a street skater. I'm not a pool guy or whatever. I do like big ollies in the street. I roll fast. Before in my 20s, I was like always like on the plateau on uh, Mont Royal or on St. Catherine, bumping the, the street and just like popping like ollie over sewers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That was my vibe, you know. Yeah, well, that's 90s vibes for sure. So it's cool we met through skateboarding instead of through art. I remember where I did actually saw like, oh yeah, that's that make noise dude so was at Germ's birthday like like a year and a half ago at some loft in the in Griffintown. Yeah. And uh, you're friends with Germ too, so that's our, our connection. I met Germ through art as well, you know? Right. And I think like uh, I was more like a, like a follower of his work on Instagram and I bought him a piece and through this piece we became friends mm -hmm. and after that all the other artists of Montreal got involved in some 
areas and whatever and I met a lot of people. Nice. You know? Well, you got that thing in common where you both do street art illegally, which I think is kind of like something that's happening less and less. Um, because like when I think of street art, depends what's your definition of street art. Back in the day, for me, street art was everything. It was like skateboard art was street art, graffiti was street art, murals were street art, illegal. It was all street art. It was a big kind of like umbrella term. But then after some documentaries like uh, Bombed or Exit Through the Gift Shop, street art became like this popular kind of like niche that was a thing on its own. When you think of street art now, it's about like weed pasting and stencils and sometimes murals, uh, you know. But in those documentaries, like once again, Exit Through the Gift Shop, it was all about like, you know, do it on rooftops illegally. There was still something like graffiti-ish about it like it was like graffiti but not about a word it was more about like the community and different materials so like the true street art should be like illegal in order to really have that fire of rebellion and like we're taking over the streets as opposed to what it's becoming where it's just like any mural is considered street art now even though it's for a festival or you got paid what do you think about all that what's your defi definition of street art this is like a big topic, you know, like I heard of Banksy in 2005, actually, like it's been a while and you, it was like, I don't want to say it was his beginning, but it was like when he was less popular and he has to end. Yeah, he was still like earning stripes and stuff like that. And he was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And there was like other guys like street uh, uh, space invaders and above and guys like that, that were doing like fucking great street art, you know? Right. And for me, that always has been like an um, like, uh, inspiration to see like they were like playing with the streets, you know? Right. Like graffiti is graffiti. Street, it's not the same it's for me. It's not the same. It's not a word and you're playing with the environment as much. Exactly. I play with the, the environment. Like, yes, I put happy faces, but it's not just that. It's where I put it. It's like the, the, the beauty shot, I'm going to get to it with the light and stuff like that. Right. And after that, I'm installing other stuff in the street, like sculptures, like concrete cement stuff, stuff I put with my trailer outside, like big stuff that are that that need to get planned. That's you know very I mean? Banksy-ish too. I love it, man. For real, this for me, this is the real stuff. Like happy faces, don't get me wrong. I love it because I, it pumped the people. And for me, like getting out at night or whenever just to do it, it's amazing. You know, I love it. It's like, it's the same. It's funny because it's the same energy as what I was like, th that was fueling me when I was skateboarding in my 20s. And I just like shifted that to art. I invested so much time in art that it became that, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, like... Your body will never get too old for art. <laughs> it depends, man. Sometimes when you climb fences and stuff like that, man, the little belly, you feel it, you know? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So you do your art illegally. Why do you make your art illegally when you could do it legally? Like you could get paid, you could uh, get contracts, you could stop hiding your face. Why do you keep doing it illegally, especially in your 40s? You got a family. Uh, why do you put your neck on the risk? Like, what, what do you got to gain, man? What are you doing this for? <laughs> it's a good question because it's like... Uh, I started getting recognition out of being illegal, you know? Like, people noticed that and they were like, Oh, what's that thing? Blah, blah, And they kind of tried to find me and for some reason it attracted people because 
way before, like 20 years ago, I started like with the same name because I have my name since 2005, for real. I am using like Make Noise as a graphic designer when I was doing stuff here and there. I was like on website and uh, posting my stuff on like old uh, website in the at beginning of the 2000s and stuff. But it wasn't really working out. I don't know. At a certain point, I was like, oh, I love graffiti, I love street art, I love all that. I was always like walking on the train tracks, taking flicks and stuff like that. And I was like, man, why not? You know? Right. So I just came out with like that smiley. For you, it's more fun to do it illegally when you're not allowed to do it and you're deciding where you do it and how it's like on your terms. And in a way, like, the streets respect that, too, you know? Because, mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, wow, not only he's doing this, like, cool art and good positions and stuff, but, like, he's actually, like, doing it when no one expects it. And then, you know, it's kind of like an extra art. Like, the art of getting up is a thing on I its love own. it, man. Sometimes I'm just, like, targeting spots and... I need to do them, you know? Right, you see a nice rooftop, it's like, ooh. Yeah. It's kind of like a skate spot. Yeah, exactly, same thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same thing. And over years, I developed, like, uh, tools, like, ways of doing it. And, you know, I earned my stripes kind of thing. I started from the bottom, like, doing, like, little stuff here and there, weed pasting and stuff. And it was too messy. I didn't really like it and stuff. And mm -hmm. I just, like, came out with, like, new stuff, you know? like out of recycling stuff too because so it's yours is pieces of wood not paper it's like plastic corrugated like mm -hmm. sheet you know that you stencil and spray on yeah right? exactly but and how do you attach it to the like do you screw it do you super glue it like it's like polyurethane glue okay it's like costing me a lot of money man just <laughs> doing that it's almost like 150 to 200 dollars a month just doing that you know oh wow but it stays up forever you know right it's it's you know if you're gonna like you know put something in the streets might as well leave it there that it could last yes it'll melt away in like and a month i just developed some ways to do it with some sort of paint uh, some sort of ways that stays better you know because some paints are not staying good with the sun and stuff like that and for sure if i have the choice of using like let's say a drill and wood and uh and screws, I'll use it because it's less expensive, but that means that I need to climb with the ladder to go up and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. if I go too low, like people will some we'll steal, steal it, it yeah. or just like tag on them, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not that I, I don't have beef or whatever, I have fun, I have friends in the streets, but people don't respect so much. You know how it is. Yeah, I know. Like, I I just did a really nice mural, like, this month, and in, like, two weeks I got bombed by a graffiti dude, and I got nothing against graffiti. I love graphers and the local scene, so it always kind of shocks me when, like, I put, like, my heart and days of work for a mural. In that case, it was for a DJ community, and a kid just wants to, like, go on top as to, like, you know, write on your mural. It's just so disrespectful and, like, uh, I don't know. Streets are like that, man. It's pretty rough. It's not like, I don't know, like, the, you need to have some ethic in the street, you know? Right. You also got to let go. Like, I accept it when the streets win. It's all about, it's like, oh, man, it wasn't even a month, you know? Respect my spot, get another wall. Like, why well, you got to jack my spot and, but... 
you know, that's just how it goes. And I just went and I and I fixed it right away. I was like, I really want that spot. Yeah. It was for these DJs. They're bummed out. I'm not going to let them down. I spend my time and my pain to repair it for them. And, you know, hopefully it gets respected or who knows. Because so you just go really high and no one can even touch you. I go really high. Yeah. So you use ladders? Yes. And like poles and whatever, whatever is on my way to reach the spot I want, you know? You got a lot of equipment, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you I missed have... a lot into this, uh, this yeah, operation. Yeah, I put a lot of money and interest and stuff and new ways and even like the happy faces. It's really good, but maybe one day it will evolve to something else. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right there, it's this. But let, let, let's talk about these happy faces, which it seems like a like an ad campaign for happiness or positivity. When I see a yellow happy face, yellow's my favorite color, by the way, uh, and it says make noise, in a way it's kind of like telling people like, yo, express yourself, you know, be loud and like, you know, share your magic. That's what it's telling me mm -hmm. at least. When I see it on the street, it's almost like you got a campaign for positivity, which I'm totally down with, as you know. And uh, what, what does it mean to you? I started this project, like, like I said before, I have this name since 2005. But the Make Noise Real Project with the Happy Face, I started it like a good 10 years, 11 years ago, okay? I got like a big depression, I was, I touched the bottom of the barrel, for real, it was really hard. I was like, like, happy, like, and lucky enough to have my wife, which like, helped me a lot with that. But at a certain point, I just realized that to be happier in my life, I needed to do something that will bring and highlight people together and stuff. So I just started to merge all my love together and go outside and I was like, ah, I'm gonna put happy face outside. And I was doing one, two, three, and it was like, fuck, I love it, man. I just wanna put more happy face, like skate, man. I wanna pop a new trick, I wanna do kick flip, I wanna do tree flip, I wanna do hill flip. I, I wanna, wanna do, do it that. on the, that set of stairs. Exactly, I wanna do that spot, that spot, that spot. After that, years passed You got addicted, by. huh? I got addicted. <laughs> and I got addicted to being faster, being better, being like, crushing the game everywhere you know and after that i met a lot of people through instagram to the, the the cities and wherever i just like shipped like stuff like around the world everywhere you know mm -hmm. and i got so much positivity out of that man for real I, I reached a certain level that i was even able to like, I don't want to say it like that, but mentor people out of it, you know? Like, oh, you need to stand up and do what you have to do, you know? Right, you're becoming the elder to others now. Yeah, kind of. A bit like you, man. Yeah, well, uh, we're not old. We're not elderly, but we're basically a couple decades and generations above the, the new generation of artists that are coming up. And if we can help them in any way to make the process easier, I don't see how that damages exactly, me. Man. Like it just empowers the younger generation to keep on spreading this love and positivity that we have for the world. Exactly. And you know, look, don't get me wrong, but I'm older. I have kids, I have a house, I have stuff like that. I, I got... Like, I got a situation, you know, so I'm able to, 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 to share what I have with others, you know. It's not about, like, all oh, this is not about making money, you know. Yeah. Yes, through Instagram, I got, like, contracts, stuff like that. People are buying stuff from me, but in the first place, it's not what I wanted to do with that. I love making money out of it. I'm not stupid, but 
I'm not always making it for money, you know? Yeah, definitely. The money is just a side uh, thing that happens once you keep on putting energy into something, something back will come. But for me, it's interesting that you told me that you really went out strong to spread positivity because you were depressed. So it's like your solution to cure your depression was to cure the depression of society. Because exactly. once we realize that we're not alone, that we're all in this together, that we're all, you know, that there's karma, when you go out there and make people happy, you make yourself happy. Exactly, man. Yeah. And it's for that that with the years, it started out with make noise, but at a certain point I changed like the letters and the mouth of the little happy face. It was sourire, smile, it was bonjour, hi, amour, love, all that, espoir, and like all these words that people can rely on. They are walking in the street, oh, I love it, it gives me hope, like to just... Right. You're go. spelling it out in a way. It's like, yo, smile. <laughs> you know, yeah, let's smile, let's, uh, let's make some love. You know, it's a good intention, it's exactly. clear. Exactly. It's for that that sometimes I do crazy illegal stuff, for real. I do highways and stuff like that. Places like with a lot of uh, cars that are passing, you know, like in your face, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I did the Jacques Cartier Bridge couples of times. Like, oh, wow big highways and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I got problems out of it, like, in many ways. And I always felt bad, like, even, like, hiding my face. Like, man, I'm spreading love and I'm supposed to hide my face, you know? Yeah. But it's part of the game. It's part it, of the it, it, it reminds me of, like, Spider-Man, that's a superhero, as you know, that's positive and he wants to help the world but, like, say the media hates him. John Jameson hates him. And, like, a lot of people's like, is he a hero or an anti-hero? Mm -hmm. Or what's his deal? Who called him in? No, he told him to do these illegal activities. So he's a criminal and he's got to hide his identity. But at night he'll go out and do his heroic duty. In the same way, it's kind of like you that... You go out at night and you're putting out your symbol that kind of like resembles a Batman symbol. It's like, I'm out here spraying the good vibes. May it be illegal. It's almost like illegal to be good these days. Right? Man, it is. <laughs> it is. Right? Like, and I don't know. I mean, but I just kept on doing it for real. It's like a disease, man. I need to do it. Sometimes it's like early in the morning. I wake up at like 5 or 4.30. Man, I need to go. I jump in my car and I hit some spots. Have you ever gotten in trouble? Yeah. Like, have you gone to jail or got in a fine or like, do they know who you are and your name or tell me a little about it if you can. I can and can't, but let's say uh, when you put yourself out there a lot in a lot of places, it attracts people, but not always good people, and sometimes people that don't like it as well, like some like haters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to hate and so hard to love, man. It should be reversed, man. Yeah, it's ironic. Uh, yeah, it's a tricky world. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a big topic, you know. I wish we all could just be loved and shine our love to the world. If we all were just like comfortable with ourselves and had no fear and just loved ourselves and then could just love others, mm -hmm. there wouldn't be any problems in the world because people wouldn't be all afraid like, oh God, I got to take all these resources for myself and fuck the rest and I got to compete and the powers that be that are want to shut the people down and own everything, everything, everything. They're just so afraid that we're going to take away 
all they had, I don't know, man, too much fear. And the world right now with this COVID situation is just kind of like programmed for like, oh, you guys got to be afraid too. And nobody unite. And everybody just kind of like keep to yourselves. And love is just for you and maybe your your wife and family. But the Before rest can fuck themselves. it was something else, man. It was, it was terrorism. It was like whatever, man, they want to put in your head to fear, you know? Right. You fear what? You, you fear of getting loved, you know? Fuck that, man. Yeah, but it's my message. I'm not for. I don't want to say I force feed that in the mouth of people, but you drive your car, you see a big smiley. Like, but it, how it's, can you hate that? You know, it's, it's like, all calculated for real because, like, I'm a graphic. I'm an ex. I'm an old graphic designer. So from far away, the smiley. You don't see what's written in his mouth. You just see the smiley. You know. Mm -hmm. And after that. It all depends on where I put it. I do like massive pieces, eight foot by eight foot. I do like, I have a lot of sizes for different areas. I'm gonna put it, putting it, you know? So it all depends on where you want to put it and what message you want to pass, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's always like positivity. Right, and sometimes you put installations like this, like a TV with a more or like uh, little things that people can only see from close. Yes, and sometimes I do like, um, Playings on, I, I use a lot Instagram for that because like people like get involved and they love the stories and sometimes I just like do giveaways in the cities. Oh, I was there and go take some pin, go take a mug, go take like a rolling tray or whatever, you know, just to share. Right. Because all this is like garbage. I walk on the street, I'm like, oh, I love this TV. I just like grab it, I cut, right. the, I cut the wires, spray paint, do my stencils, put it on the street or on like a rooftop and uh -huh. bam, voila, you know? Right, it adds to the beauty and interestingness and artsiness of our artsy city. Exactly, so it's not a happy face, but it's like on another like support, you know? Right. And you always have to get your name out because that's not why you're doing it anyways. You're just doing it for the love of doing it. Yes, so because... Good, good for you, man. Thank you for your, your service to the community. Thanks, man. And you know, amour, it's, it's a word, but it, in a way, it's like my name as make noise, you know? I put amour. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to put like a big fuck you on the wall, you know? Right. Why and just that, put amour? Right, and, and the fuck you would probably get a, get a lot more attention from people. It's like, ooh, he's so badass. My friend Adi, you probably know him, Adi Caboose, Adi Fallen Angel. Mm, yeah. he, he also does a lot of murals that yeah. like, love, love, He's love, always love. in love, man. We did a piece together at Under Pressure. Oh, cool, nice. Yeah, I remember that you put your face on top of his yeah. love circle. And this is the gift that keeps on giving, man. It's always get you posted, like, for real, every week. Mm -hmm. Because it's... It's like beautiful. It's standalone in the doorway and with the, the big happy face. Right. Yeah, it's an art piece in itself. So would you say that by leaving all these uh, art pieces in the streets, a lot of people have uh, taken pictures of your things and tagged you and you've gotten more followers? Yes. Nice. And that's kind of helped you start your own art business in a way. Yes, but it wasn't meant to be that mm -hmm. because... See, I, I don't do that. I don't do that for the fame or whatever. I I, I don't want to say I, I don't really live very well with that because I don't want to get recognized. I just want to have fun, you know. Right. I don't know, man. It's like maybe some people would love to do what I do. Just go do it, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not special or Superman because I do that. You well, know? not everybody is Batman. Only Batman's Batman, and not because he has superpowers, it's because he fucking does his push-ups and goes out at night jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Yes, 
but it could be accessible if you want to. Anyway, you could do it, but it has to come from their heart. It's got to come from their passion. If they don't have that fire, it doesn't interest them. Obviously, they're not going to do it. But you know, that fire and that passion, I have it since day one, man. Nice, and that's am amazing, and I'm happy you keep it burning as you are like also a family man uh, with a husband, uh, with a with a wife and kids, uh, kids, two kids, two kids, and you got like also like a real job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you got like a dual life. You got your Clark Kent kind of life. Does your wife even know what you're doing? Your yeah, kids? Like, do they know your secret identity? She's been there <laughs> at the very first beginning. Oh yeah, she helped you a little bit. She yeah. passed you things as he climbed the roof. But you know. No, not not really in that way, but she, let's say she she saw me like she saw my birth like in that world, you know. She loves you for you. Yeah, with your crazy sides too. Exactly, even though if it's not easy like all the time, you know. And like street art and stuff, I always loved that, but it it it, it emanates from something because I have like I'm like a creative guy. I create all the time whatever, you know. But before, I had so many stuff. I was living in the Rosemont. I had like uh, five and a half. I was living alone in that. And it was jump-packed like that everywhere. And at a certain point, I was renting um, a little space to put my stuff. They call it a little storage place. And I had too much stuff, too much sculptures and stuff like that. I was like, man, why should I just like keep it in my storage? I'm going to go put them in the street so they're going to be seen, you know? Mm -hmm. And I tried to um, to apply for art galleries and stuff like that, but I was too young, wasn't there, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just decided to put my stuff in the street and I kept on grinding and doing it and doing it for years and years and years. And after that, like, stuff become, like, greater and bigger and more, like, uh, analyzed and, you know, like, the big stuff, you know, the, the next level of thing. Mm -hmm. Even me, I'm pushing my limits because I, I don't want to say it, like, to be like, oh, I'm the only one that does that. But I always push my own you're limits. Tr you're you know? trying your best, you yeah. Know? Which is what everybody should be doing in their own passion and thing that they love. Every so, day. Once again, good for you. So back to your branding. So now Make Noise is like a brand. You got products. What kind of products do you offer through your, your brand? I have like little byproducts like mugs, pins, uh, stickers i do stickers all the time because everybody loves stickers you know right i have like little stuff here and there but i don't want to i don't want to go too much in the clothing industries and stuff like that for many reasons because this is like my brainchild my little baby and this is my my little stuff you don't want to tarnish it too much or exactly too I, I don't feel too much comfort comfortable with people that are wearing my name all the time like friends and families and stuff like that, yes. And patches and stuff, yes. Because it's a little, a little something. Yeah, it's know? kind of like a street gang like exactly. situation. But doing clothing and stuff, I don't know. I'm not there, and I, I hate like keeping like inventory and stuff like that. And as, as 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 we said, you got your day job, so you're not like desperate to make money from your from your art if you don't need to. But you do sell art pieces, like yeah. other other than the stuff you put on the street. You do like something that you could call fine art Man, like I a do, sculpture I do paintings i do sculptures i do lamps i love doing lamps i do lamps all the time uh -huh, with I, spray cans okay. yeah i do spray cans i do whatever man nice. bring me whatever i'll do a lamp with it you gave one to ron english yeah <laughs> when he came to town yeah in montreal he was doing a show at the uh, matthew namor gallery in the old port nice 
And uh, no, it's a nice, he's a nice guy, and I was just like, uh, I was starstruck. Oh, he's a right. lamp, you know? He's got the hugest studio, dude. He's got like his studio is like a warehouse, and it's the basement of his house, which is also like huge and has his toys everywhere. But the basement is kind of like this, but times like a million, where he's cutting all these toys. He's got like big tubs full of toys that he bought, and he breaks them apart, and then makes these maquettes, and then takes pictures to then do the paintings. I just. I look forward to interviewing him at some point when I get back on the road. But You'll be able. This guy has been there forever, man. Yeah, he's old school. And he's, once again, he's like you. Stru true street art where he just went out there, did it legally for years without even knowing it was called street art or whatever. He was just culture jamming. He doesn't agree with the culture, so he's trying to change it. He was doing like uh, billboards. He was cheating on billboard, like doing like the camels campaign and with the God and McDonald's and stuff like that. Always with a political... Yeah, too. but it's been a while, man. It's way back. It's like the godfather of street art, man. Right. Big respect to Big Ron. Yeah. Um, you also sometimes get certain political points of views out. Like I see here your lamp made out of like cameras observing us and back here there's another camera. Do you like you don't like to be observed or like what's your point of view on Big Brother? <laughs> it's really funny that uh, like my art like these years are just like it's it's shifting to sourire like smile you're on CCTV kind of thing you know? Uh, I don't know it, it just arrived like that. It's kind of like smile you're on candid camera slash on the government eye all but, the time. Yeah, I've been to London, it was like that, man. I, it, it was killing me, man. There was like CCTV everywhere, mm. you know? But in the first place, I started with the, the little cameras, the stickers. I was like, I should do like a design that will be like, uh, like perfect, that will fit like in the store kind of thing. I was like putting slaps in the places that, that looked normal to have a slap there, you know? So I just like introduced myself with... Uh, a false design with my design kind of thing. I just like appropriate the thing that people are used to see uh -huh. and I just like flip it. And okay. I did it with the cams and after that I got like so many ideas with sculptures, with cameras and stuff like that. That at one point if I do a show it will be called Souriez vous êtes filmé. Smile you on TV or you're on camera or whatever like that, you know, because there's so many things you can you can pass, like, the message, you can pass whatever message you want with that, you know what I, I don't know, you can go far. You can make your own interpretation. Exactly. Right, you can see it as a positive thing, like, oh, I like it, my picture taken, we like selfies, and blah, 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 or don't take pictures of me, I'm doing something illegal here, please get away from me. People hate that, man, There's, it's 50-50, man, you love or you, you hate, people destroy my, uh, I did an installation uh, with cameras and with uh, the, this thing here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to move too much because right. the camera, but I did like a, I did an installation with that here, which is basically like a real uh -huh. metal sign and a real thing that you, you weld it to yourself. Yeah, exactly. And That's I did an installation cool. with that and real cameras and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And like people just destroyed it because they were like, oh, it's too intrusive. I don't want to have that. Like, uh, Around, you know, they didn't get it. Even if the cams were painted, they yellow. thought they was real cameras. Yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of cool that the people said like, "Fuck this, fucking over." Like, I don't want to be filmed. All exactly. Time. So it's kind of cool. You got a good reaction. Yeah. Anyway. But either way, it's just for fun. Right. Yeah. You're just having fun. So it, it, having the people actually react adds to the fun. Of it. Exactly. And yeah. I'm just trying. And I want to say, I, 
I'm God, whatever, man. I'm just trying stuff, man. I You're communicating a point of view, and then they got their point of view, and it's in their direction of streets, as street art should be, you know? So Exactly. Yeah, and awesome. I don't want to get too much political, because we all, we all have our point of view on whatever, you know what I mean? Right. I just want to make you smile. Right. Straight bottom. Yeah, it's true, you know, like, it almost seems like in this world, like, you kind of got to be political because, they, it, like, if you're not political, it's almost like they can just start slipping a bunch of things and taking away your rights and turning the world into a world you don't want to see. Like, uh, you know, there's a situation in Peru, like, this week where they had a coup d'etat, they removed the president, the new president that was placed now wants to sell the Amazon for, like, mines. I have to get more in tune with the politics so I can say, fuck no, let's not kill the Amazon. I yeah. love the Amazon. So sometimes you gotta like pay some attention or if not, they fucking take away the world that we love. But at the same time, we don't want to focus on the negativity of the world all day long because that depresses us and doesn't allow us to shine the positive vibes that we need in order to heal and bring up the vibration and thus manifest the world we want to see. You'll live with that duality all your life long, man. That's the world we live. But you're passing on the medicine. Because in a world where the news is flooding us with negativity, you need that little reminder of like, hey, just smile, just be happy. You're yeah. fucking alive. Like, you got so many blessings. We got so many reasons uh, to be happy. Why, why are we always bummed out? And yes, we can see the bullshit of the world and we can say enough is enough and stop doing this bullshit. We want a world of freedom and good vibes. But uh, we also don't have to be depressed about it. Yes, but especially here, we're we're like we're Canadian, man. We live in Montreal. Like, I don't want to say it's the most beautiful place, but we have rights. We can do whatever we want, man. There's it's no oppression bad. here, or if there's some, it's so minimal. It's like I don't know, man. But in a way, I like it when Montrealers say like, "Hey, what the fuck? What's yeah. going on here?" Because we could get really comfy and be like, ah, oh, well, things are not that bad. In other parts of the world, people are getting like, you know, a bad... It's for ocean. that that I go out at night every day. Mm -hmm. Because if not, I can get comfy in my couch as well and be like eating TV diner and be like, oh, fuck that, you know. But, you know, you, have, you just have one life to live, man. Right. You need to jump in the train at some point, man. Because if not, what legacy you'll leave to your kids, yeah. man? Yeah, what are you doing? Just living, paying bills and dying? That's not fun. It sucks, man. <laughs> At least try to do something you, you love, something that drive to your life. Fuck yeah. You know? Live with passion and fire and stoke. Exactly. Sometimes people think I'm too much. Oh, you're too like... It's like, uh, you're too passionate. Fuck that. No, man. that's a good thing. You're <laughs> not enough. <laughs> right. Like, what's all these sleeping people who don't have anything to stoke them in life? So... What's in the future for you or what are some goals? Would you like to have a solo show at a gallery or like, you know, what would be something that you haven't accomplished yet? It's a good question because I'm 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 at the why right now. I could go there or go there or it's like there's always have to be something else, you know? Honestly, right now I'm happy. Mhm. Mm and I don't want to think too far, I don't know, man. L like I say, it's like my side. Like I said, it's my side hustle. This, mm -hmm. it's like my baby. I have fun, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like playing hockey, like with my friends on Saturday. You know, I don't play hockey, but you, you get the point, you know. Yeah. For me, it's fun. I, I don't need that to eat, you know. Mm -hmm. But a solo show, I did under pressure two years. I met good people there. Was fun. A lot of work. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of work, you know, and put out a show like for me, like doing sculptures, installations, and stuff like that. It will be a good month or two. And what I do most of the time is share my stories on Instagram, and it's good, it works like that. For me, that means that I need to almost hide my work for a certain amount of time to build something to show, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I I don't want to do that right now. You yeah, know? you just want to flow in the moment. It's kind of like, once again, going back to the analogy of skaters. Skaters these days, back in the day, you had to film a part. Yeah. So people were filming a part and they were sharing those tricks for months to years sometimes. And then a part of three minutes would come out and be like, ta-da, yeah. and look at how That's I rip. <laughs> but these days with Instagram, kids are just doing a big trick and just sharing on Instagram and every day they're getting that gratification and that fame and they're just fucking saying like, wow, why am I doing this three minute thing in a year from now when I could just make it today? So it's kind of like the same vibe, right? It's like you just want to drop a bunch of little tricks as opposed to like save all these tricks and do a solo show that would last for a month and would be amazing. Yeah. But meanwhile, you're just dropping bombs every day. But even like doing a solo show, that means what? Selling pieces? I know, it's fun sometimes. I've done solo shows where I sold shit, it's but people fun. get together like, wow, and they're like swimming in your energy, and yeah. they're like, wow, I did this special, and the community's here, and there's like there's some special energy about it, you know? You, because you showed your face. <laughs> right, you can't even be like, it's me! I did it in the past, <laughs> I did some shows, I showed my face, and it was good, because... They were I... like, what, he looks like that? I don't like this art yeah. anymore. <laughs> He's too fat. <laughs> no, but... I, it, it was more like, let's say, in the beginning. I didn't attract more attention. But nowadays, it seems that it looks like I'm attracting a lot of people. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just, like, maybe need to refocus or realign my stuff. But I don't want to say I'm not there yet. I'm thinking of it a lot, actually. But I didn't find the solution. Maybe I'm overthinking that. But let's focus on the positivity that I, that like inspire people and it's still inspiring me so why should I do more than yeah, that you're here right now and I'm asking you and maybe I shouldn't ask what's in the future because the future is not right now right now you're here and you're enjoying it and just grateful for being and that's beautiful um, I was just wondering if you might want like a solo show I know you got a couple products in Station 16 and that's very special street art gallery so i know maybe that could be a goal or not but it depends on what you want and you seem like you really don't care about making the money from your art you just want to do it which is the purest way of going and it's the most beautiful way even the money i'm doing like while doing it i just like re-inject and buying product to do more you know Mm -hmm. i'm not rolling in a fancy car you know what i mean i look like what i look you know i i don't mind man i'm like lt I have like enough money to eat. I have like people around me that everybody is healthy, everybody is eating, man. That's good. Beautiful. Well, I like it, man. So we're coming to the end of our show. Would you have some final words of wisdom for our millions and millions of viewers around the world watching this awesome show? We could have been like uh, talking about so many stuff, like more in details, like, but let's like face the truth. Just be happy in doing what you like and just keep on doing it because you're not writing a book in a day, but you write a single page every day and in the end it will be a book, which is your life actually, man. And it's like that. Art is like that. I choose that path, which is not, it's not like an easy path. Trust me, you know, it's not an easy path. It's always art. Art is art, man.
Mm-hmm. You, you put yourself out there. You have like critics and stuff like that. Sometimes it's hard, man. We're but sensitive beings too. Exactly, man. But in the end, it's so grateful, man, to just like make people smile, man. This is my salary, man. Yeah. So keep that's, it up, man. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much. Make noise. Well, I hope you enjoy this super fun uh, show, interview conversation with Mr. Make Noise from Montreal. Uh, please tune in next week. In the meantime, please press the like button, share it, comment, keep on spreading the art of these beautiful people that I'm bringing uh, to this platform. And I'll see you next week. Blessings. Peace. Next week, my guest will be Oak Locoboto. I think that the we're not seeing enough of the people that have that faith and the confidence and that things are going to be okay. And we're seeing too much of the the trying to, you know, like, oh, what's going on and the fear and all that stuff. And that's too bad. It's like that, you know. And, and we have to know what's going on. So we have to tune in sometimes. But we have to know how to tune out of it, too. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to mess with us, man. Right. We become sensitive as artists, you know, and be able to create, be able to... To you know, speak and hold on to that moment because, like for me, it takes a long time to do this. I can't just you know sit there with a bunch of ideas going through all the time and be able to do them all in the day. Mm-hmm. So I have to commit, you know. And with with all those things in perspective, you know, you have to be able to to shut off sometimes. And yeah, you can't be focusing on the negative aspects of the world nonstop, or it will consume you. Yeah, and so in those times. It's a privilege to come out with a product, let's say, that, you know, you can put that energy into in a positive way so that the next person that'll take care of it, they'll do the same thing. It'll just keep on building like some little force field that starts building on it. So make sure to subscribe, like, and everything else. Big thanks and see you next week. Peace.